This is the FPL Draft Zone, your fantasy team's best signing of the season. The longest game week in living memory is over, but game week 22 is yet to begin. So today, we're picking the draft players of the season so far. And there's only one rule. None of the usual suspects can make the cut. Hello, and welcome to the FPL Draft Zone, a podcast all about draft FPL, the Leo Messi of all fantasy Premier League I'm Dom Crofts and today, with the FA Cup dominating the football schedule and without any Premier League football to focus on until Tuesday, we're going to be revealing our fantasy draft team of the season so far. But, to avoid the likes of Erling Haaland, Mo Salah and Trent Alexander-Arnold dominating our side, we're going to be focusing on those players who were never going to be first, second, third, fourth or even fifth round picks. This team of the season is going to be made up of players who have surprised us all with their performances and their points tallies. They have to have been drafted 60th or later according to the global draft average and these figures are based on data taken from Draft FC. They rule out all the big hitters. So your Ollie Watkins, your Bakayo Sackers, and your Julian Alvarez's are all ineligible. We are going to be celebrating those unfashionable picks who make you question everything you know about football. Footballing underdogs who have shone brighter than some of their more celebrated rivals. So let's get started with our goalkeepers of the season so far. This is the FPL Draft Zone. And of course, Allison is the top point scoring goalkeeper of the season so far with 83 points. He was drafted 32nd on average around the world with only Edison drafted before him. Edison is currently the 15th highest scoring goalkeeper. So he feels, frankly, like a wasted draft pick right now. But for our first goalkeeper pick for team of the season, we are going with Jordan Pickford. Pickford is currently the second highest point scoring goalkeeper in the game with 77 points. He is only six points behind Allison right now and he was the 163rd pick on average in draft leagues around the world. He is having a fantastic fantasy season. He has the joint most number of clean sheets with seven alongside Allison, and he has picked up eight bonus points along the way as well. He's playing under a manager who worked wonders with Nick Pope at Burnley and made him fantasy goalkeeping gold. And now it seems that Sean Dyche is doing the same with the England number one. In five of his last six games, he has made at least four saves per match, giving owners a lovely little points bonus. And his XGC stats are good too, particularly when you consider he's playing in a side that traditionally has struggled at the wrong end of the table. Everton are currently 17th in the league, but having had a 10-point deduction, without that deduction, they would be 12th and above Bournemouth, who everyone seems to be raving about right now. So if you drafted Jordan Pickford in your team, congratulations! You have our number one goalkeeping pick of the season so far. And alongside Jordan and battling out for that number one jersey, we have gone with the 187th pick overall, Burnt Leno. 
Leno is currently the fifth highest scoring goalkeeper in the game, behind Allison, Pickford, Andre Onana, I know, and Alphonse Ariola, who very nearly made it into our team this season. But Leno gets the nod because he has more clean sheets than Ariola, five against four. He's made more saves than Ariola, 78 versus 72. And he's got more bonus points than the West Ham man as well, 10 versus 8. And over the course of the season, these statistics matter. So, I would expect Leno to finish with more points than Ariola at the end of the season if those trends continue. And that is why the German gets the nod as our second goalkeeper. So that's the goalkeepers done. But what about the defence? Well... The usual suspects dominate the top of the points charts here. Trent Alexander-Arnold leads the way with 97 points. Kieran Trippier is second with 86 points. But the third highest scoring defender was actually the 104th pick overall based on global draft rankings. And that player is our first defensive pick in our team of the season so far. His name... Pedro Porro, widely regarded as a wing-back who could not play as a right-back when he signed for Spurs, but Ange Postacoglu has managed to work wonders with him, and he is having a simply outrageous season so far. 83 points, only three points behind Trippier, more assists than any other defender with eight, 13 bonus points he's picked up along the way as well, an XG of 2.09, ranking him fifth on the list of all defenders, and that's despite him not yet finding the net for Spurs in the Premier League. No defender comes close to Pedro Porro in terms of XGI either, and yet all of this success is despite Spurs not being amongst the leaders for clean sheets. Spurs defenders are behind the likes of Arsenal, Liverpool, Everton and Newcastle assets right now, but there are signs that even this could improve for old Pedro, because four of their five clean sheets this season came with Mickey van der Ven in the heart of their defence, and he is now fit again. So more clean sheets could follow, which could benefit Porro owners even more. Now, James Madison is set to return to the Spurs starting eleven soon, which could impact Porro's attacking involvement a little. But right now, he is the standout defensive overperformer in draft, and that is why he is the first defender in our FPL Draft Zone team of the season so far. And Pedro is joined by the 237th pick overall, Alfie Doughty. Doughty has six assists so far this season. That ranks him third behind only Porro and Kieran Trippier. He's got one goal, he's picked up ten bonus points, and only five defenders have an XGI higher than him. Those being Porro, Trippier... Trent Alexander-Arnold, Matty Cash, and weirdly, Lewis Dunk. He is currently the 13th highest point-scoring defender, despite playing for a team 18th in the table and with just one clean sheet all season. So Alfie Doughty is in our team of the season so far. I don't want to hear any arguments about it. He is deserving of that place. Alongside Porro and Doughty are two teammates from Merseyside, the blue half of Merseyside. It's Vitaly Mikalenko and James Tarkowski. The number of Everton players in our team so far is up to three. 
which is slightly unnerving, I'll be honest. Mikolenko and Tarkowski have both picked up 71 points so far this season, making them the joint 7th highest point scorers of all defenders. Mikolenko's bagged a couple of goals. Tarkowski has scored once as well. Tarkowski has more clean sheets than his teammate. And actually, with seven clean sheets, only William Saliba has more than him in terms of defenders. And between them, they've picked up 13 bonus points over the course of the season so far. James Tarkowski was the 199th pick overall. He is still available in around 10% of draft leagues. Mikolenko was the 236th pick overall, and he is still available in 16% of draft leagues. At the start of the season, you would never have thought either of these players would have a hope in hell of making any kind of team of the season. But right now, Sean Dyche is getting the most out of that Everton backline, and as a result, Tarkowski and Mikolenko both make the cut for our team of the season so far. And the last defensive place is taken by none other than Arsenal's inverted left-back, Alexander Zinchenko, who was the 72nd pick on average around the world. Now, injuries have seen him play 45 minutes or less seven times this season in 21 matches. And yet, despite that lack of game time, when he has played, he really has done the business for draft managers. He is ranked 7th among all defenders for creativity. He is ranked 2nd for clean sheets with 7. And he is a bonus points magnet. He has picked up 11 bonus points so far with only Porro, Trippier and Trent having picked up more. And that is despite him playing significantly less minutes than any of them. He's averaging 4.1 points per match across the season. Which puts him only 0.1 points per match behind Porro, who is being celebrated throughout the FPL community for his attacking qualities and his returns. And as a former number 10, playing as a left-back, naturally, he is always going to carry significant attacking threat. So Zinchenko is our final pick in defence. And now, we move on to midfield. This is the FPL Draft Zone. And as you would expect, Mo Salah leads the way in terms of points in midfield. He's got 156 points so far. Son is second with 136. Both of them went very early in the draft, though, so they are ineligible for our team of the season so far. But one man who did not go early in the draft and who is our first midfield pick is Newcastle United player Anthony Gordon. Gordon was the 139th pick overall, and that was despite starring for England in this summer's Euro Under-21s, where he was actually named player of the tournament. He scored two goals and picked up one assist in that competition, and he has taken that form into this season. He is the fifth highest scoring midfielder in the game. He's got 104 points. The only midfielders who have got more points than him are Mo Salah, Son, Bowen and Saka, who all went in the early rounds of drafts across the world. He's scored seven goals so far. He's picked up seven assists as well. And he is absolute gold. He is dynamite when Newcastle play at St. James's Park. He's returned in every home game bar one. That was against Nottingham Forest. He's got eight bonus points as well. And this is all despite playing in a team that is on a frankly dreadful run of results. They've got just one win in their last seven matches. And yet, Anthony Gordon, like a postman, just keeps on delivering. 
Gordon was more than likely on the waivers in your draft league in the opening weeks of the season, but I'm pretty sure he isn't anymore. And that is why Anthony Gordon is our first midfield pick in our team of the season so far. And Gordon is joined by a player who wasn't even drafted by enough managers to warrant a rank at the start of this campaign. His name is Cole Palmer. Now, Cole Palmer started the season at Manchester City. He was widely considered to be a bit part player there. He actually made a 10-minute cameo in their opening game of the season at Burnley. He also scored in the Community Shield against Arsenal. So there were signs he had the potential to make an impact. But his move to Chelsea at the start of September has transformed him from a bit part player into an FPL superstar. Nine goals... Five assists in 17 games, so a return in all but three matches on average. And of those 17 games, he was eased in at Chelsea, so four of those games saw him play less than 30 minutes. Not four games off 17. I'm no good at maths, but I can work that out. It's 13 matches. So in 13 matches, he has had 14 returns, nine goals and five assists. So when you take that into account, he is returning in more than every game he is playing in. He's averaging 5.7 points per match. He's got 14 bonus points across the season. He is on penalties, and only three midfielders have a higher XGI than him, those players being Mo Salah, Mbumo, and Bukayo Saka. Now, if Palmer continues this form into the second half of the season, and Chelsea continue to improve in the way they have been over the last few weeks, his value in FPL next season is likely to be around the 9 or £10 million pound mark. So if you manage to get Cole Palmer into your draft team before rival managers realise just how good he is, massive congratulations. What a signing he has been. Our third midfield pick of the season, and this is another player who was drafted by so few managers on draft night that he doesn't even warrant a rank. Bless him. And it's that Korean guy, Hwang Hee Chan. Pep Guardiola probably knows his name now, because as well as scoring the winner against Manchester City, he's gone on to get another nine goals over the course of the season, bringing his tally to ten. He's picked up three assists as well. He is the seventh highest scoring midfielder in the game, ahead of celebrated players like Phil Foden, Martin Odegaard and Bruno Fernandes. He's playing out of position and up front in a Wolves side who continue to defy the critics with their performances. They are comfortably mid-table right now and there is surely no risk of them being dragged into a relegation dogfight and he's another player who would have been available on the waivers well into the season but who is now sadly rostered in 88.1% of leagues. Our fourth midfield pick was drafted 125th by managers around the world on average and that midfielder goes by the name of Dougie Louise. Douglas, if you're not his friend. The Aston Villa midfielder is currently the ninth highest scoring midfielder in the game. He's also on penalties and set pieces. He has six goals for the season so far. He's got three assists as well. And he's playing in a Villa side who have a real chance of qualifying for the Champions League this season. So there is absolutely no risk 
of them checking out of the season early, like arguably a Wolves team could do once they're guaranteed safety. His XGI threat is higher than some of his more celebrated rivals, including Karu Mitoma, Marcus Rashford and Gabriel Martinelli. And last season, he ended up with six goals and seven assists. So he's already matched his tally for goals from last season. And if his second half of the season is on a par with his first, he is going to be hitting double figures for the first time in the Premier League. And that is why Dougie Louise is in our FPL Draft Zone team of the season so far. That's four midfielders added to the squad, but that leaves room for one more. And what a tough choice it was. The likes of Pascal Gross, Decore, James Ward-Prowse, they were all in the mix. But we're giving our final midfield spot to another Wolves man, Pedro Neto. Now, Neto has missed nine game weeks so far this season, but in 12 game weeks, he has picked up eight assists and a goal. No midfielder has more assists than Pedro Neto. He is Wolves' talisman, he is averaging 4.7 points per game, and he has shown that he can do the business against good teams and bad teams. He's got assists against the likes of Manchester City, Liverpool, Aston Villa and Newcastle, as well as the likes of Everton and Crystal Palace. So it doesn't matter who the opponent is, Neto can return against anyone and if he can stay fit and he continues this trajectory that he's been on since the start of the season I think he will be one of the top point scoring midfielders in the game and all this from a player who was drafted 145th on average around the world and who is still available believe it or not in 17% of nine-man draft leagues. Pedro Neto welcome so the FPL Draft Zone, team of the season so far. This is the FPL Draft Zone. Our final three players are our forwards. And first up, and just sneaking into the team as the 66th pick overall, just about eligible for this one, Big Dom Solanke. Solanke is one of only three forwards to have hit 100 points so far. He's only 12 points adrift of Erling Haaland right now, and he's only 21 points off the leading forward for points, Ollie Watkins. He's got 12 goals for the season. It's double what he managed last season, and he's picked up 10 bonus points across the course of the season as well, meaning only four other strikers have picked up more. His form has been so good this season that he's now being linked with bigger clubs. Arsenal and Newcastle United said to be sniffing around Dom Solanke. wonder what he smells like. Anyway, his XG is 10.85 and only Erling Haaland has a higher XG than Solanke. And Bournemouth's fixtures in the short term look amazing. Aside from games against Newcastle United and Manchester City in game weeks 25 and 26, their fixtures are a veritable sea of green until game week 33. So if you manage to get Dom Solanke on your draft night, or if you've picked him up on the waivers and are now reaping the dividends, a big, fat, well done to you. Alongside Solanke is another Wolves player, and that is Cunha. Cunha was drafted 173rd overall by managers across the globe, and yet he is currently the sixth highest scoring forward in the game with 86 points. He's got six goals and five assists so far. He's also picked up nine bonus points. He is another player who would have been available on the waivers week 
after week after week at the start of the season. He got his first return in game week four against Crystal Palace, but he really exploded into life from game week 12 onwards with returns against Spurs, Fulham, Arsenal, Burnley and Nottingham Forest over a five-week stretch. He blanked last time out in the 0-0 draw against Brighton, but he will be looking to do some damage against Manchester United in game week 22 at Molyneux. And if you have Cunha in your draft team, you can be confident of more success between now and the end of the season. So that is two of our three striker slots taken. And our final striking pick was a battle between two footballing Adonises, God sent down from heaven to entertain us on the football pitch. Jao Pedro of Brighton and the mighty Chris Wood of Nottingham Forest. Pedro has played more minutes. Pedro is in a better team. Pedro is a better player. But despite all of that, we've gone with Chris Wood. He's scored more goals than Pedro, eight so far this season. He's picked up a massive 12 bonus points this season, which is more than fellow team of the season at Dom Solanke and only fewer than Erling Haaland, Ollie Watkins and Julian Alvarez. And he's done all of this, having played just 818 minutes so far this season. Since Nuno Espirito Santo arrived at the city ground, he has started four games on the bounce, and in that time, Big Chris Wood has scored five goals. He is far exceeding his XG. He is the informed striker in the league right now, and he is still available in around 18% of draft leagues. What are you doing? Sign Chris Wood. Chris Wood makes up our front three, and this is a reminder of our full FPL Draft Zone team of the season so far. In goal, Jordan Pickford of Everton and Burned Leno of Fulham. The defenders, Tottenham's Pedro Porro, Luton's Alfie Doughty, Everton's James Tarkowski and Vitaly Mikalenko, and Arsenal's Alexander Zinchenko. In midfield, Anthony Gordon of Newcastle, Cole Palmer of Chelsea, Douglas Luis of Aston Villa, and Wolves duo Huang Hee Chan and Pedro Neto. And up front, Bournemouth striker Dominic Solanke, Wolves forward Cunha, and Big Chris Wood. Remember, this team is excluding all of the usual suspects. That was the rule. No player who was drafted 1st to 60th is eligible. This team celebrates those players you thought sucked. Those players you never would have thought would be such key assets this season and yet have proven to be standout pickups against all the odds. And if you have any of them, may I say, give yourself a big pat on the back because they could be the difference makers to your draft team between now and the end of the season. And that is almost it for today. A reminder that Game Week 22 starts next Tuesday and runs until Thursday, and then there's no football on the Friday, but Game Week 23 starts on the Saturday, so a very quick turnaround, only one day off between Game Weeks. Don't forget the deadline for those waivers for Game Week 22 is Monday the 29th of January at 6pm GMT. The deadline to set your starting 11 is 24 hours later on Tuesday the 30th of January at 6pm GMT. Don't forget to subscribe to this pod if you like it. It would also be amazing 
if you could spare the time to leave a review on whatever podcasting platform you listen to it on. We're also on social media at FPL Draft Zone on Twitter or X and on Instagram. So please give us a follow on one of those or ideally both. Come and say hello. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, though, set those waivers, pick that bus team. Good luck and bye for now.